Rondo! Woo! the sound of the horn welcome to an all new rondo clipcast this just in this just in lou will and two second round draft picks for rondo that's right lou will for rondo hey everybody welcome to clipcast the legendary clipcast the best clippers podcast period i'm your host chris Cowild. with me today is burbank hank from his secret super sexy location on a hollywood lot where he's filming a big time network sitcom literally from his dressing room is going to pop in and drop in and give his thoughts about lou will for ray john rondo but right now i want to tell you my immediate thoughts okay Lou Will went to that strip club in Atlanta for chicken. He now gets to retire there. Be careful what you wish for. What happened when he went to get that chicken? Well, he had to be quarantined. He wasn't ready in the bubble. By the time he got ready, it was too little, too late. His best game in the bubble was in a losing effort in OT versus Luka Doncic's Dallas Mavericks. Lou Will could have won us that game and didn't. It was his best performance in the bubble, and it was in a losing effort. I said on this show, I said on Twitter, I have said many times the four problems in the bubble were as follows. Doc, gone. Trez, gone. Landry, gone. Lou, gone. Who did we get for Lou? Rondo. Talk to me about Rajon, Rajon Rondo. I, okay. Last season, he was an NBA champion as a backup point guard. He is Mr. Playoffs to give you assists when you need them, to control the floor when you need him to. He is a backup point guard. Who is our starting point guard? Patrick Beverly. Did we move Patrick Beverly, the lifeblood of this team? No, we did not. Let's take a look at the last two NBA champions. Two years ago, starting center Serge Ibaka. The star of the NBA Finals, your MVP, Kawhi Leonard. Both of those guys are Clippers. Last season, the guy who helped the champs get there. The backup point guard who took over in games as the floor general. Rajon Rondo, he's a Clipper. Let's look back two years ago. Lou Will, God, what hustle and heart he gave us in a win in Oakland for a gutty come-from-behind win And then we couldn't win a single game at home, and we lost in six in round one. And Lou, I love you, man. You were back-to-back six-man of the year. Doc Rivers, I love you. You were a great coach. Trez, I love you. You were last season's six-man of the year. Those three guys couldn't get it done. Doc Rivers had a chance with the big three. CP3, a lot of people will tell you he's the greatest point guard ever, top five ever. Doc Rivers couldn't get it done with him. Doc Rivers had a chance to get it done with Kawhi and Paul George. Couldn't get it done with him. Lou Will, I love you, man. I I really do love you. I'm looking at your bobblehead right now. You had the best years here. I think it's pretty awesome that the high school player of the year gets to go home. Atlanta's favorite son, the guy who loves strip club chicken wings, gets to go home and eat those chicken wings, and it maybe won't cost his team down the stretch maybe right because he can just like he can just pick up the phone and they can be delivered i think the whole 
I think the whole thing is being there, though, from what I understand. It's part of the delicious chicken process is that you actually have to be there so that the strippers are right up on you, I think, is part of the process. So, Lou, I hope you loved it, man. I hope you enjoyed that time at the strip club getting your chicken strips or whatever it was because now you get to go home and be the underground goat. Be the underground goat that you are. But let's talk about results. 2020 champion Rajon Rondo. Wasn't he a backup point guard for the champs? Didn't he have massive playoff minutes? Isn't he a postseason guy? Doesn't he have two rings and three finals appearances, much like Kawhi Leonard? I love this trade. And we have a roster spot open. Enough from me. You've heard so much from me these past two episodes. Let's hear immediate reaction from Burbank Hank. Hey there, Clippers fans. It's me, Henry Dittman, Burbank Hank Dittman. I'm sorry I have not been on the podcast. The last couple of episodes, my friend and best friend and best man in my wedding, Chris Kowild, has had to fly solo because I've been doing a television pilot uh, for a studio and a network that I can't talk about because I signed an NDA, but I've been on set. I'm in my dressing room right now. I hope this quality is okay, but we had to get a clip cast out ASAP to talk about this big Clippers move. First of all, excited that the Clippers are making moves at the trade deadline. Uh, I have been texting with fan and friend of the show, Mike Delata, uh, my longtime buddy from the acting world, uh, who was questioning the move simply in that he wanted to know um, in what way this improves the Clippers and in what way the stars needed to be supported. Why do they need support if they're the number one and number two option? And I would argue, uh, well, not argue because Mike's my friend and he's a great basketball mind, but he brings up a good question. I would simply state for Clippers fans, first of all, Rajon Rondo has gone to two finals, won two rings, interestingly, with arch rivals, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics. Uh, But he is a cool presence. He is a guy who has been there in the clutch. And I guess you could also say in a world where Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, neither of whom are point guards, have been required to run the offense and set up the plays and basically play de facto point guard, it's a pretty amazing thing to have a real point guard come in who maybe isn't necessarily going to be taking away from the shot count of the team. He's not going to be out there trying to get his. He brings a different skill set. So I, I am very excited for Rajon Rondo coming onto the team. I think he's got a lot of life left in him. Uh, and I think that he's going to bring a great locker room presence for us as far as someone who's been there, done that, achieved that at a high rate. Uh, I'm not happy to see Lou Williams leave. I know that he has had some inconsistencies. Uh, I know that he's taken a lot of blame uh, for our performance in the bubble, although a lot of players didn't play great in the bubble. It was a crazy time. I didn't play great as a person during the bubble. I had my own personal issues. It was very, very rattling what we were going through as a country. Uh, And I think guys did the best that they could. And I don't like to put blame on other human beings for in the one time where I had my entire support system of my family, they did not have that. Uh, and they were being put into a situation where all of us were very afraid. I think they did the best they could. And although Lou Williams has had some inconsistencies, I do think he's showing upward trend this season. He's come through for us on some great games. Um, and I think that this possibly was about who we really realistically could deal, who we could spare. Could we could we give up some shooting from a guy who is is a great shooter, but also Luke Kennard maybe had a great, perfect game at exactly the right time to inform this trade being a trade we could make. Terrence Mann maybe got really good at exactly the right time to inform this trade as well, who we could let go. 
Um, but I think that this more about letting go of Will, Lou Williams because he's done something wrong or he's not valuable. I think that it is a little bit more about bringing on Rajon Rondo in a position that we are lacking and Lou Williams being the guy that realistically had the most value. Um, and this is coming from a guy who, as you know, I have self-professed many times, we are not the trade machine guys. So maybe you're listening to this and you've been watching ESPN all day. You've been watching TV. I've been making TV and Chris is on set also making TV, interestingly today. Um, so maybe you're getting information we aren't. But for me, um, I think that he was the guy we could trade. That's my instinct. I am so sad to see Lou Williams leave. Um, you know, we are fans first. We're fans first. Right. And for us, letting Lou Williams leave is like when we didn't re-sign Jamal Crawford. And when Jamal Crawford is out there tweeting and other players are tweeting, he's available and we didn't pick him up. He's going to be a heart player for us forever. I think when you run down the list of guys whose jerseys in the modern Clippers era you would want to retire, I think it's difficult not to look at multiple times sixth man of the year Jamal Crawford or multiple times sixth man of the year Lou Williams. I think Lou Williams wanted to stay. And it's a heartbreaker and it makes me sad, the heart part of me. Um, but when you have a great GM coming in and making moves to try to build a team that can win a championship, maybe it's time for us to shift our attentions as Clipper fans away from guys we love with our hearts, regardless of whether or not they're going to win and get more to that place of that, you know, New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. We cut guys when they're not perfect anymore, not when they're over the hill not when they're out to pasture. I think Lou Williams could have really contributed to us getting a ring. Um, but that's not what this is about, if you ask me. It's not what it's about. So I think there's going to be a lot of people saying that, you know, Rajon Rondo has got a lot of miles on him. Um, I think, unless I misread it, Chris tweeted a pretty funny clipcast tweet saying, what has Rajon Rondo done recently, specifically last season? And there's multiple responses from people not getting the joke. The joke is that he did a lot to contribute in the playoffs and to the Lakers winning a ring, the chip. And that's what we're here for, right? At this point, we've won every consolation prize you can win as a Clippers fan. We no longer have no attendance. We have sellout games prior to the pandemic. Um, there were actually seasons where I believe on paper, even though a sellout is a sellout, we did better than the Lakers did more consistently in our sellouts. We've had seasons where we made the playoffs and the Lakers did not make the playoffs. We've had seasons where we won with higher in the Western Conference, higher in the Pacific Division, higher in scoring, higher in wins. We've won all those. We've won sixth man awards. We need the chip. It's the chip or it's nothing. And so if we need to make moves that hurt us, like letting go of our favorite player, Blake Griffin, or we need to make moves that hurt us, like letting go of fan favorite Lou Williams, who won sixth man of the year awards while playing in a Clippers uniform, well, maybe that's what has to happen. Uh, so here we go. Clippers fans, here we go into the future. Rajon Rondo on the team, and we're going to see what happens. Other teams are making huge moves, P.S. Like we now have the Clippers East. J.J. Redick, did that happen? I, I probably should have checked this before I start talking about it. J.J. Redick has gone to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, it's going to be a pretty fun time. Um, we might have a chance, you know, to see Clippers versus Clippers basically in the finals, which would be pretty thrilling. Uh, and for some of our favorite Clippers to get a shot at the chip, even though they're not in a Clippers uniform anymore. Uh, but them pulling J.J. Redick is such a huge get. Lots of teams have gotten better. If Kyle Lowry is, in fact, at the point we post this, a Laker and LeBron James and Anthony Davis come back healthy, you know, teams are getting better. 
And I saw someone posting on Twitter this morning that for a couple of years, the NBA kept super teams from building, and now there are two good teams and tons of junk. That is simply not the case. This is not the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors on either side of the of the league, and we're just a countdown to see when they meet and how many games it goes. The Miami Heat are great. The, um, the Brooklyn Nets are great. Denver gets better today. The Utah Jazz are incredible. The Lakers get better today. The Clippers get better today. This There's a lot of, there's a great evenness, if you ask me, throughout the league of teams that could do it. There's really a lot of teams that could do it and could make a real run at this thing. So this is not exactly the best time for me to not be able to sit in front of a TV and watch ESPN and get all of this information or track my phone because actually I'm watching the second AD wave me back into the studio right now for more rehearsal, so I have to go. But Clippers fans, take heart. The team is trying to make moves. We're not just standing pat. I think we're going to like this. I think we're going to see immediate results. It should be fascinating to see how the rest of the day plays out. There you have it. Uh, that's my opinion. I feel pretty good about it, so I'm going to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. Back to you, Chris Kowild. So, Hollywood. We may have to change Burbank Hank to Hollywood Hank. The guy is super Hollywood, and we love him. We miss him. We're proud of you, pal. Go make us proud. We're going to watch April Fool's Day when Prank Encounters returns his hit Netflix comedy prank show. And he's working on a big shot sitcom. We love you, Hank. It's not the same when I'm not constantly interrupting Hank, right? Just to hear him monologue like that. I don't know. Don't you miss the back and forth, the constant interruptions? All right, we're going to be back with more immediate reaction. Rajon Rondo is a clipper. I'm going to tell you about the time I met him in the annals. What is that? The bowels. Anyway, I met him in between games at Staples Center, and I'll tell you about that experience after this break. We'll be back right after these important messages from our beloved sponsors. I heartily endorse this brand or product. Thanks, Krusty. Hey, hey. It's not just good, it's good enough. Oh, I love our sponsors, each one more than the next. I I don't understand how... I got to just peel myself away from Clipper Twitter because... Literally, that game versus Atlanta, that Mr. Perfect Luke Kennard game, was just Monday. And I, I I read countless tweets about how Lou Williams got on the floor and was poison. How Lou Williams got on the floor and all the energy got sucked out of the building. How it was Lou Williams and the second string's fault. And then the stars get back in and they can't play catch up. And the whole thing, and literally, I let I read countless tweets about how it was Lou Will's fault. About how this season Lou Will has been underperforming. I read countless tweets about how Lou Will is getting shipped. I read a great tweet. I'm so sorry I can't quote the tweeter of it. But they said, I'm taking a nap. When I wake up, Lou Will will not be a clipper. <laughs> Basically, in a nutshell, is what they said. I read all these tweets about how Lou Will has just not been there this season. And, of course, I have said many times, he blew it for us in the bubble. Him, Doc, Trez, Landry, they blew it. And all of them are gone. And we learned our lesson. I read countless tweets about how Lou was garbage this season. And, yeah, like he had a couple of great defensive stretches, and it was flipping awesome that he got his 15,000th career point as a Clipper. It was flipping awesome that he was the two-time sixth man of the year with us 
super awesome. Just like it was super awesome when Crawford did it with us, Jamal Crawford. I love Jamal Crawford. I love Lou Williams. I truly do. But Lou Will getting chicken at a strip club really screwed us. Trez being a complete head case in the bubble really screwed us. Rajan Rondo. I met him. The guy is all class. I have seen him play countlessly. I saw him beat the L word in the finals and loved him for it. I saw him. I Look, I didn't watch a lick of it, but I read about it that he helped the L word win the finals literally weeks ago. Again, let's take just the past two championships, okay? So what is that? It's less than two years. It's a matter of months. Let's just take those champs, starting center Serge Ibaka for the champion Toronto Raptors and his best buddy, his running mate, the guy who is a cyborg who was only programmed to like one person, Serge Ibaka, Kawhi Leonard, the NBA Finals MVP. By the way, Kawhi Leonard lives in a penthouse across the street from the stadium, has a beautiful tons of acreage in his lovely San Diego home where he went to San Diego State as an Aztec. And he just bought in the Palisades a gorgeous view of the Pacific Ocean, stone's throw from... I mean, it's not a stone, so it's just so hard to get to downtown L.A. from everywhere. But he has a penthouse in downtown L.A. He owns a compound in San Diego, and now he just bought for like 13 to $17 million or something this vast Pacific Palisades Malibu-adjacent dream home. Malibu Barbie Kawhi dream home, okay? It is gorgeous. I'll tweet it out so you can see the pictures. This man is going nowhere. Last night, Lou Williams scores 15,000 points career and doesn't do the post-game press conference head scratch. No, Kawhi and Paul George and Ty Lue did it, but not Lou Will, who got 15,000 career points, didn't do the post-game press conference head scratch. The team knew. We have one roster spot open. This team is not done. We are going to get somebody in the buyout. We're getting another guy. Just like last year, we went for an upgrade in the back court a backup point guard upgrade in reggie jackson who was an upgrade from who did we deal i don't even remember his name he went to washington jerome robbins right in a weird multi-team deal we sent i think his name was robbins he literally did nothing for us it was shea gilgis and what's his name I, I, I literally can't remember his name. Cole Bucks. Jerome Robinson. Is that his name? I don't remember. He's literally not an NBA player that matters. <laughs> so we upgraded and got Reggie Jackson. Now, this is, I guess, an arguable. It's not arguable. It's an up, Rondo's an upgrade from Lou Will. He is. Like, you're you're crazy not to see that. Literally. You're absolutely insane. Because we're the number one three-point shooting in the league, okay? And we need somebody to get assists. And Lou Will doesn't get you assists. He just doesn't. He tried. I have been so I've been so frustrated with the Lou to Zoo assist slash turnover ratio. Lou Will has stop kidding yourselves, guys. 
we've talked about it on this show many, 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 many times. Lou Will's not there. And I was like, well, the good thing is, is that it's all the pressure in the world is not on Lou Will to come in and spark the bench. We just saw Mr. Perfect Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann do what Lou Will couldn't. This is great. Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard are not going anywhere. That's the future of this team. And we didn't compromise it for get better now. But we did get better now because Lou Will was garbage in the bubble. Don't kid yourself. And this was arguably his worst season as a Clipper. Excuse me, it's not arguable. It's fact. Lou Will was a great Clipper up until those strip club chicken wings. Those chicken Love me tender, love me true. Lou Will, we love you, but we dealt you. Why? Because you were a huge bubble burst. Because this season was your worst season as a Clipper, and you are gone. I understand. We're going to miss him because, God, he had all the hustle and heart in that year we left in the first round. And then last season, when we got eliminated up 3-1 in round two, and Doc made zero adjustments, and Lou Will didn't help us literally at all versus Denver... Trez didn't help us literally at all. All those guys are gone. Landry Shamit would come off the bench and do absolutely nothing. He's gone. Man, I, I don't know how Clipper Nation doesn't love this. I, I get it. Lou Will was great. I'm looking at his bobblehead. I, I love him. I do love him. He's your Kia sixth man of the year. Three times. Once with Toronto. Twice with your L.A. Clippers. My L.A. Clippers. The L.A. Clippers. I love him. He's gone. And what do I do when a Clipper gets tossed, gets dealt? I throw him under the bus. <laughs> like like CP3 couldn't do anything with us. He couldn't do it. And Kawhi and PG and Doc Rivers and Trez and Lou and, with all due respect, Pat Bev, were able to do last season what we've done twice before, be one win away from the conference finals. That's the best this franchise has ever done. And they did it a couple months ago in Orlando. Ha <laughs> Oh, boy. Gosh. Okay. They were one win away. They were one win away in 2006 with EB and Dunleavy and Sam Cassell. They were one win away with CP3, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and Doc in 2015, maybe. And they were one win away with Kawhi and PG just a couple months ago, just a few months ago. So you take that and you build upon it. You tweak it. You fix it. So what do you do? You bring in Kawhi Leonard's best pal who won it all with him months ago for Toronto, a franchise that had never done anything. You bring him in to help. You bring in a head coach who has literally every year he's head coached gotten you a conference championship and into the NBA Finals. And now you throw away the guy who picked stripper chicken and you bring in a guy with two rings who is literally one of the great assisters. There's the Pointer Sisters and then there's Rajon Rondo, one of the great assisters. How do you not love this, Clipper Nation? I, you really have to retrain your brain. Stop having this victim mentality. We are going to be better this year, this month, right now. Tonight in San Antonio, we're going to win. 
We've won three in a row. Last night was a beautiful game. Lou Will got his 15,000th point. Two games ago was absolutely stunning. Lou Will couldn't do anything, so Luke and T-Man come in and do it all, erase that 21-point deficit. We have seen some great games these past three wins. We are at a crossroads, like I said, and we are now taking an NBA backup point guard champion, a one-time starting point guard NBA champion, and we are making our championship run with a roster spot open. We're not done. We're bringing in somebody from the buyouts, another shooter. This is my prediction. Will it be J.J. Redick? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Somebody's coming here to shoot from the three. I think it's so funny that the number one three-point shooting team in the league wants to bolster their three-point shooting. That's everything that we're reading. We bring in a guy who is one of the great assisters. That's I know that's not a term, but I like to say it now for some reason. Rajan Rondo, welcome. Okay, so I was covering the Clippers for a day game like we used to do. Remember those weekend day games where the Clippers would play back-to-back noon 30 games and then dreaded L word would play that night at 7.30. So Clips play a day game last season, and I'm sticking around and doing the post-game press conference, going into the locker room, doing my thing, interviewing the players, because this is the best Clippers podcast. Why? Because it's not just Clipper nerds nerding out going, Luke Kennard, I'm in Buffalo, New York. It's not just that. Oh, oh, Twitter Tuesday. Like, it's not just that. You actually hear from the Los Angeles Clippers on this show. Locker room interviews. Sound bites from the post-game press conference. This is the best Clippers podcast. It's not even close. So I stick around, hang out post-game. I interview the guys, locker room, sticking around, whatever, enjoying my post-game war room press conference, iced cold beer, thanks to Steve Ballmer. I pack up my things to go, and because they are shifting the floor and changing the design of the floor and whatever, there's a lot of moving parts to going from the Los Angeles Clippers arena, the Staples arena, to the lowly L-word Staples Center, which is basically just office supplies and basketball. So during that process, you can't leave the normal way. You have to like be corralled and walk the longest way possible to the exit, which I totally don't mind. It's my pleasure and privilege to do so. Well, wouldn't you know it? There he is. Future NBA backup point guard champion and one-time NBA champion. Been to the finals three times. Well, at that point, only two. He was one and one when I met him. We're walking towards each other. I say, good luck today, champ, because the guy is a champ, for God's sakes. He's Rajan Rondo. He's a champion. Do you know what he chooses? Do you know what he chose in the bubble? To show up and play his ass off and to not go get stripper chicken. So anyway, I'm like, good luck today, champ. He said, thanks, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. The guy couldn't have been nicer. He called me sir, and I was long hair Chris Wilde back then. I mean, it was questionable what I was. It was it was a questionable gender label, but he nailed it. First guess. He got lucky. <laughs> I think Clipper Nation, we didn't get lucky. This is all skill. Last year, we upgraded. We got Reggie Jackson to help us out, who was an upgrade from Jerome 
Cole Bucks Robinson, I think his name was. And then we got Mook Morris in the buyout, right? Remember? Remember? Well, we've got two spots. No, excuse me, one spot now because we just traded Lou Will, who was a strip club chicken liability, who literally sucked this year. Tell yourself what you want, but he sucked. He sucked this year. He did. Yeah, but he was so good when we got eliminated first round two years ago. Remember, he won us two games. Yeah, I know. Did we win in two or did we lose in six as the eighth seed? Come on, peeps. Come on. We win tonight. Literally, regardless if we win tonight, but we win tonight as we are want to do, as we are perfect in night twos of back-to-backs. There's literally one team with more wins than us in the West, the Jazz. And and people are sitting there on Twitter going, well, Jazz, you know, well, they have, they're so lucky when they play the contenders because everybody's out. I, I disagree. I think the Jazz are for real. We got to get past them. I, I want a Jazz Clippers Western Conference Finals. I, I want it with all of my heart, and Rondo helps us get there. If we get kicked out in round one or round two, then I was wrong. And I guess we needed Lou Will? Uh, no. I guess we needed Doc? No. I guess we needed Trez? No. No. Absolutely no. Those guys, Lou Will, Trez, Landry, and Doc, those four guys, we saw what they could do together. Win two in Oakland and lose in the first round as the eighth seed. Be up 3-1 in the bubble, round two. Be one win away from Western Conference Finals and make no adjustments and crap the bed and chew stripper chicken and get eliminated. Lose three straight. You think Rondo is going to let that happen? Rondo and Mr. Playoffs comes in. He's such a great assister. This is an upgrade. I, I don't understand Clipper Nation... I get you're going to miss Lou Will. He was great for us. He really was, but he did nothing. Doc Rivers was great for us. He did nothing. Blake Griffin was great for us. He did nothing. I get, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The best we ever did was one win away from the Western Conference Finals, which was last postseason. Who did better? Rondo. He's a Clipper now. Who did better the year before? Serge Ibaka and Kawhi Leonard. They're Clippers now. This is, this is good. These are good things. Lawrence Frank, Jerry West. Ty Lu, Steve Ballmer, hats off, many, many kudos, many thanks. You guys did it and continue to do it, and we're not done. There's still a roster spot left. Holy crap. Welcome to the Clippers, Rajon Rondo, one of the great point guards of the modern era. He really is. He's a great leader. He's great on D. He is a twisted assister. Don't get it twisted, Clipper Nation. This guy's got the assists. He's got the ASSTs that you need. He's your guy. Come on. Here's Rondo's assists just last playoffs, you know, when he's he's literally a champion. He's a current NBA champion. Here's his playoff just the, just the assists. Here are you ready? Here's just his assists. Let me let me rattle these off for you. Four assists, then nine assists, then nine assists, then eight assists, then five assists, and welcome to the conference finals, where he starts off getting nine assists, nine, eight, seven assists, four assists, where he clinches and goes to the NBA finals, where he gets four assists, ten assists, five, 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 four 
congrats, you got the Larry OB. Let's take a look at Lou Williams' assists. Before I tell you the numbers, I'm going to tell you this. They never, ever, ever, ever got into double digits, ever, okay? <laughs> Come on, peeps. Uh. Okay, five, seven, five, five, two, two assists. Let me say those last two again. Two. Back-to-back with two assists. Okay, you got to round two somehow. No thanks to you and your and your stripper chicken. Round two, four assists. Seven assists. There you go. There's your playoff high. He did seven twice. Three, three, five, one, six. You're eliminated. Goodbye. Go away. So I, I just, are you kidding? Are you kidding? An NBA champion who's getting double-digit assists as your backup point guard? As the backup point guard. NBA champion double-digit assister. Gibbly-digit. Are you kidding? Is this a joke that you're upset about this? Farbod, how are you upset about this, Farbod? You know about basketball, Farbod. Oh, I'm disappointed in you, Farbod. <laughs> Can't stay mad at my basketball son. Anyway, just go for the just the assists, just the assists. Lou Williams is problematic when he's your point guard because now it's got to be Kawhi Leonard or Paul George being point guard. This makes it easier for our superstars. This is why they were at the post game press conference last night and why Lou Will wasn't on his special night. And congratulations, Lou Will. You get to ride off into the sunset back in your coveted Atlanta, back adjacent to your coveted stripper chicken. Congrats, Lou Will. Drake sang about you. It's it's awesome. The guy's had a great career. And he's not done. He's not done. He's not done. I mean, he's never going to win a championship. That's obvious. But he's not done. He's going to he's gonna get a lot more points. He's going to get a lot more human highlight reels. And he's going to go left and make circus shots. And it's going to be great. He's just not going to be a clipper anymore. Because we upgraded to an NBA champion getting double-digit assists multiple times on his way to the chip. It's an upgrade. Woo-wee! Be excited, Clipper Nation. We got Rondo. We'll be back right after this. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. You know, one thing I got to do is learn how to pronounce his name. I know how to say Rondo. I guess apparently Barack Obama got in his head when he was a Celtic. And he Barack Obama caused Rondo to go into a shooting slump. But look, Rondo is going to give you some points, but he's not out there to shoot the ball, as we all know. He's out there to get those dimes. He's there like the old Candace Bergen long-distance commercial. No one's getting this reference. It was I don't know why Candace Bergen was obsessed with dimes. Look, a dime. There's a minute long distance. Hey, Candace, I got a dime anytime. No one gets that reference. Murphy Brown, folks. <laughs> Not only am I the longest tenured Clipper podcaster, I'm also apparently the oldest. Anyway... He's all about that dime anytime. He's Rondo. He's ours. He's a massive upgrade from Stripper Chicken. And I'm sorry, but Stripper Chicken was great. I'm looking at his bobblehead. He's holding up three Kia Six Man of the Year awards, and he's got a pocket full of chicken and a bunch of phone numbers of some random gals who, you know, have to do what whatever it takes to, you know, make their 
make the almighty dollar, I guess. But it's an upgrade, my friends. It is an upgrade. Champion point guard upgrade over stripper chicken bubble burst. Bubble buster. No bubble this year, brothers and sisters. No bubble this year. No, sir. Just the promised land. Come on, Ty Lu. And also, it was kind of confusing having two Lou's, wasn't it? I mean, there was multiple times on the show where I had a senior moment and literally didn't know if Hank was talking about Ty Lu or Sweet Lou. It was very confusing. So now we just have the one Lou, the literal three-for-three get-his-team-to-the-finals head coach Lou, Ty Lu, gone as stripper chicken, and here to stay for now and get us into the promised land, and we've got an extra, we got an extra roster slot, so we're not done. We're not done, Clipper Nation. There's more to come, Clipper Nation. All right, guys, be excited. This is a huge, massive upgrade. No, it is not Lonzo, but again, Lonzo, yes, Lonzo is the future of the league, but we've got T-Man and Luke Kennard as our future, and Lonzo hasn't proven anything. When Lonzo was an L-word person, they shipped him, right? They literally shipped Lonzo when he was an L-word, and then they literally brought in Rondo, and then literally... Rondo over Lonzo got Los Angeles a championship. Wouldn't you like that for your team? Rondo over Lonzo getting Los Angeles a basketball championship? Doesn't that sound nice? What did Stripper Chicken do two years ago? Won us a game in the first round at Oakland. Couldn't win us a home game. We lost in round one. What did Rondo do last season? Win it all. Who's better? Thanks for playing. We have some lovely parting gifts for you. Hopefully, Alario O'Brien. I'm fired up about it. You should be, too. Thank you for sitting in on this emergency Rondo Clipcast. Let's sound the horn. It's a-